Hey, welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Hey guys. So we're almost at the end of January, and the experts, some of them being my friends, in the publishing world tell me that people don't buy devotionals after around January. And so, like, I'm in, I'm in a pickle here. I need somebody out there to buy a lot of devotionals. Like, <laughs> Today. I know Today. this isn't like a sales time, and I don't want to be that guy, but I mean, I got a lot of dry months coming up here. So <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to be the kind of person who doesn't want to be told what to do, then say that to the experts, not me, and go buy a bunch of devotionals for people because they can start them in January and feel like, yeah, it's still the new year. Yeah. You can skew the t- statistics completely and just throw them for a loop. They yeah. don't even know why. Yeah. We can be the new case study. Ooh. Could surprise me. David <laughs> yeah. and buy in February. In March. Oh, no, April. no. Just be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, or that. I guess it, uh, I would be fine with months where you buy them anytime, but I'm just saying it's not about me. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is a very confusing sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. I mean, in life. But one of the things that we are not confused about is why we exist here at Trueface. And one of the reasons that we do the podcast is to apply grace to every aspect of our lives, hopefully in little bits at a time, which is why we wrote the devotional. And we thought that it would be most important when we wrote this devotional to tell you there are three pillars. Think of it as a triangle, kind of like our original logo for Leadership Catalyst, which we originally were. Retro. Of why we (laughs) exist. And there are so many things that we believe. There are so many things that we differ on across our staff and across the years we've existed. But these three pillars are everything that we stand on. And so um, Sam's going to read this one for us. Three basics of grace. People often ask, what pillars does True Face believe are essential to the gospel of grace? Three things. First, every major religion except Christianity is based on performing for or pleasing their deity. We want you to leave that road of pleasing your deity. Deity? We can go with either. Depends. (laughs) And take the road of trusting God, which is how you met Jesus in the first place. Millions of Christ followers remain on the dead end road of performing for God. We, uh, he already performed for you. Second, humility is trusting God and others with me. If you act on this, you will begin to believe who God says you are instead of believing who you say you are. God says you are righteous, holy, and a saint. This changes everything. Third, humility acts. Humility actually attracts, doesn't earn, God's grace. Grace alone can overcome, overcome your shame, can help you work on annoying true things about you, and nurture authentic environments of grace through your life. So powerful. Applying these three truths will produce hundreds of healing and freeing applications in your life. Colossians 2 verse 8. And that verse is in Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Hmm. If you listened to the podcast last week, we were talking about this wonderful thought of ceasing. And when you look at every major religion in the world, except for the one that Christ died to create his gospel, um, the only gospel, it's all about what you do. Every single piece is about what you do or don't do. That's the only way that you're measured. And so this entire world is built on doing better, being better, not doing wrong, all of those things. And the gospel is the only place where we can see a Sabbath that is true because it doesn't mean that we're getting behind on God's love or our worth. 
And so making that connection is to our identity. This is why it's such good news. And so these three pillars, it'd be good, Bruce. I feel like you should tell us a little bit about how did you come up with these three distinctives? Why are these core? Well, I think about how many people over the years um, believe that this gospel of grace is kind of a, a hard thing to understand, but the gospel is always a simple thing. So I, th- I believe that many of us believe it's, it's, difficult to understand because there are so many applications of this one grace, God's grace, to our lives. So over the years, it feels like it's more complicated than the salvation by grace through faith, which often is a a moment for people in time. Sanctification by grace through faith is all through our lives. So it feels a little more complicated, but it's the same simple gospel. And so that's why these three basics of grace being on the road, many people have seen this, the road of trusting God versus performing or pleasing God, which every other deceptive philosophy of a major world religion endorses, but Jesus doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah. In that simple gospel, there are many pitfalls that come along the way, you know, trying to move from behavior as your source to trusting as your source. And one of them can be, I'm moving from behavior to, oh, my behavior therefore doesn't matter or, oh, my growth doesn't matter. And this, this third point, humility actually attracts God's grace. This is what it's talking about with identity, that the things that we do matter. And oftentimes our shame is what drives us. And so to just say, oh, my shame doesn't matter. Well, that's not really getting you where you're going. When you have a growth mindset, the reason God is releasing you from your shame is into living for something, not just not doing something. And so when we are growing, it means that the second principle of letting others into us, that when they say things that are true about us that are ugly, if you ever look at your Enneagram and you look at some of the ugly things and you go, Ooh, I don't like those. (laughs) Um, your friends are advocates for you to tell you the things that, yeah, those aren't good, but it's not because you're bad. It's those are true. But they're things that God can release you from all of the ugly in the day-to-day. And in some of the ways that he's not going to, your friends can still love you as you um, deal with the consequences of the ugly that happens to still be in you. Mm-hmm. And so it's this crazy, you talk about the application of grace to all of life. Um, it's It's really, there's so many things that come against you, which speaks to your point of... Um, it's not just the applications, it's the, it's the attacks mm-hmm. that make it hard to understand the simple nature of it. That's right. It makes me think of something that Bruce said to me yesterday of that when we believe all, all three of these things, they all come into play, then we can believe that I have nothing to prove. It's already been proven for me. I'm already secure. My identity secure. I have nothing to prove, but I have so much work to do. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that it says, you know, grace alone can help you work on annoying true things about you. Like David was just saying, we're not saying that, hear us, please. We are not saying that, you know what? You're a saved. You're a saint. That means <laughs> you can just do whatever you want. And you, if you're a jerk, be a jerk. That's not what we're saying at all. We have so much maturing to do, so much hard work to do, hard conversations, hard growing. But we get to do it from a place of, 
I have nothing to prove. My identity's secure. I have to trust, not please. I get to believe what God says about me. And that gives me the freedom to be honest with myself, be honest with others and to do the hard work of maturing. And that's, I think, where also where people get a little bit muddied in the water of, so does this mean, like David said, does this mean that my behavior doesn't matter? Does this mean that I don't have to apologize for anything ever again? And I'd, I'm perfect just the way I am. And I think that gets a little bit complicated of you are a saint, you are holy, you are righteous, you have all the attributes of Christ right there inside of you. But you are very immature in learning how to deal with a lot of those things, and we all are. So I think that's another another place that those three can help just clarify how we approach <clears throat> these different situations. Yeah, that's right. I If I know that I'm learning to trust God and others with me, I know that that's going to attract God's grace. And I know that I'll be on a road of trusting. Those are the three things right there. That's really all I need to know about anyone who is on this journey. Uh, humility is a starting gate to see these other two things merge into my life. And so amazing to hear from hundreds of people who realize that's the one thing that caused me to meet Jesus in the first place. And it's the one thing that I get to do in walking with him every day. And it will lead to this grace that is, once that happens, all bets are off. Yeah, when I first heard this message, um, I will say it wrecked my world. Um, I was 10 years deep into working a corporate job and living that performance lifestyle for almost all my life. And once when I first heard that I'm not my success and I'm not my failure, that just confused me. I didn't operate that way. And if I was doing well, I must be doing good. And if I was failing, then I need to work harder. Um, so when I first heard this, I struggled with it. And I, if I'm being honest, I still struggle with it. I think those lies are so ingrained into how I think and how I process, even though I know what's true and I know what God says about me, it's still that habit that my brain has formed defaulting back to those lies. So being with your face almost a year and a half now, I know it's true, but I still sometimes struggle with those things. And, um, and that again, is just part of God's grace. He knows that this is not easy, but it's also so worth it. And he wants you to believe who you are because he says who you are. Um, and I love that we can get tuned by others into that, um, of having people remind you not only the hard things, but also the good things. I think that's what's harder to believe for me is it's easy to see the harder things in myself, but it's harder to see the good things that the Lord has done and the good things he's made me to be. So, but it's hard even mm -hmm. working here, even being here, even being surrounded by incredible, encouraging, true speaking people. It's hard to, to see the truth that the Lord says, because again, our culture, the, this world is um, so against that. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone a couple months ago that was so frustrated that she had not believed her identity. Like she was struggling with trusting Jesus. She was struggling with believing that she had worth on her own and was like, did I just not, did I not understand? Did I, I thought that I understood this. And I was like, well, you're, you're in a totally new situation. Our whole lives, we will struggle with this because we'll be in a new season and a new situation with new people, with new circumstances. And we have to, and get to learn how to trust Jesus all over again in this circumstance and with this issue. And that might be your issue. It might be, maybe your kid is going through something or maybe your parents are 
are feeling in health or, you know, you know, if you're feeling frustrated that why have I not gotten this yet? You're never going to get it all the way. You're always going to be learning how to trust Jesus in this day because today's not going to be the same as the days before it. So try to not beat your, try to ironically give yourself grace in trying to live in grace. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good way to start this year. Yeah. So if you are feeling discouraged with our encouragement, (laughs) then that would be just like a lot of us who feel like we're falling on our face when we haven't perfected all of the things quite as fast as we would like. And so we would say, you get to be encouraged in the fact that God doesn't even think you can achieve perfection, but he already did. Mm -hmm. And so he gives you his perfect love and he gives you his perfect acceptance. And he, in that, doesn't expect you to experience it perfectly. And he invites you into understanding the effect that you have on people. And he invites you into asking other people how you affect them. And he invites you into each day enjoying a little bit more being grafted into the vine and being a living member of who he is, the living, breathing gospel that invites everyone in. And you accepted him. And he's pretty jazzed about it. So keep moving forward. As they say in Meet the Robinsons, one of my favorite movies. So go watch it. (laughs) We'll see you next time on the uh, True Face Podcast. See ya.